0: Log Talk Radio Welcome. Welcome to the
1: Beautiful Butterfly Show Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show where we provide a platform to inform, inspire, and motivate our listeners. Presenting you with amazing guests from entrepreneurs, authors, music artists, poets, and more. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Thursday to you guys out there. Hope that you've had a fantastic week thus far. Um, hope that it's been productive. Um, and you've just been all around making things happen um, this week. And so if you didn't know, the Beautiful Butterfly Show is brought to you by Vibration Radio. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. So a shouts shout-out to Vibration Radio and our sponsors at the shop, the Dacrian Wing Shop in Marrero, Louisiana. So, if you're ever in Marrero, Louisiana, definitely tell them B5 sent you over to the shop on uh, 3309 West Bank um, Highway and to our friends at Ambient Records in Kansas City. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys as well, and to all of you um, guys who continue to support us. Um, uh, through all of our broadcasts. We definitely appreciate you as well. And tonight, folks, uh, we got a special guest coming back to the show, you guys. I'm talking about Arthur Sharon Champagne Terry, you guys. She's coming on tonight. Um, uh, we're gonna delve into um her latest um hot book entitled The Goddess Um of Love um, love lust and infatuation but this one is blissful lust part two um and she also has another awesome book out that she will be um talking and discussing with us as well and so tonight if this is your first time um hearing her being introduced to her be your will be in store for a treat uh, and don't forget if you have any questions or comments feel free to call in the number's 347 326 9139 is the number and we'll be glad to, happy to hear from you. And if you have any questions, uh feel free to hit me up on Facebook at Bianca Fly. I would love to hear from you. Uh just send me a message via inbox and I will ask your questions live here on the broadcast this evening, you guys. So we're not gonna delay any longer. We're gonna bring the lady of the hour on here. Sharon, you there? Yes. Hey, Bianca. Hey, how are you doing?
2: Great. And yourself?
1: I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Thank you so much for inviting me back to the show. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I know it's um, definitely uh, been a while since you have been on the show, but I've just seen you uh, just just spreading those wings everywhere um, and, and getting involved in a lot of things and, uh, man, making major moves. And so uh, for the folks out there, uh, this may be their first time uh, hearing you speak and so forth, um, tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do.
2: Well, I'm Sharon Champagne Terry. Um, I go by the name Champagne as far Mm -hmm. as um, my author name. I'm an Mm -hmm. author, a model, motivational speaker, and also the CEO of the company
1: Boss. All right. All right. Awesome. And so for the folks out there, uh, tell us a little bit about Boss. Um, It's actually your own health and wellness company. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. Okay. Yes. So it's my own health and wellness company. Um I basically lean more towards the um hair products, which is which okay. I, my motto is healthy inside out because my okay. products have ingredients that can help your skin, hair and nails and also oh, wow. um things like your digestive system.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, okay, awesome. And so um, what was it um, that made you want to go into that realm and focus on something that um, not only uh, healed you from the inside, but it could also help uh, the issues um, in the outside as well?
2: I love um, hair. I I love fashion. I love everything about it. So that (laughs) that is kind of, you know, is in the same line of the things that I love. And if you, you know, you go on my page or you know me personally, you know, like, I'm always changing up styles and things like that. And hair, nails, and skin is very important to me.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can attest to that because I go on Facebook and I'm like, wait, Champagne Champagne got a different style than what she had last week or, or two days ago. Uh, But it's good, you know, it keeps folks on their toes and and shows them that you're you're constantly making moves and and making changes, you know, so it's definitely a great thing. And so um, when it came to being an author um, for you, um, did you ever expect uh, when you got into this uh, that you would would blossom um, as much as you have um, over this time period?
2: Oh no, oh yeah. no um,
1: yeah.
2: All the horror stories I was told <laughs> In the right. beginning It was like, should I do it? Shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? Right. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, you know, but I had to conquer that fear Because it's not just that I write This is a passion mm-hmm. This is what I do This is part of my living And I just decided that you know what, I'm not even going to worry about what won't happen, but I'm going to worry about what
1: can and will happen. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's a good thing that you do that because oftentimes uh, we always, for some reason, we always hear the negative and, and like you said, the horror stories um, before yes. we begin to get into something, whether that's being an author or being a business. Um, I can remember uh, before I had my, uh, my daughter. I can remember uh, women telling me horror stories of, of pregnancy and oh, <laughs> and yeah. delivery, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like you know, like I don't want I just, to do this anymore, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> I was like terrified. I really was. I was terrified for the longest because I'm like, I've heard such horror stories about it, um, or whatnot. And so a lot of times, uh, those things will, you know, kind of make you think, like, okay, do I really want to? <laughs> do I really yes, want to go yes. through with this or whatnot? <laughs> And so, of course, uh, you have um, developed um, a a great following and being able to connect um, with people, uh, but also that you being um, a speaker as well. And so what made you decide, you know, that you wanted to be a speaker and go out and be able to speak uh, to people at, at various events and so forth?
2: Well, I think uh, you know, my personal opinion is that being a mother of eight, I have yeah. um great speaking um <laughs> abilities because I've said, you know, I've gave lectures time and time yes. again with the kids.
0: Right. So, right. you know,
2: it was it was a confidence in that area, but uh, more or less I, mm-hmm. you know, I have a story to tell. I have yeah. um someone to inspire. Um, some woman, some young lady, or even some young man or, you know, some man, that Mm -hmm. I may inspire by hearing what I have to say and understanding that what I'm saying is not just words. This is actually what I lived.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and for you, Champagne, did you, when you, you know, in the process of, of being a mother of eight kids, you know, were you told, um that, you know, there were some things that you weren't gonna be able to do. Um, because, you know, having so many children.
2: Um, yes. Yeah. I I will say with the way society was and right. still is in a right. in a um more horrific form now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um yeah, I was told that in so many words or I was frowned yeah. upon. But but mm-hmm. I decided in my life that I was not only going to get educated, I was going to do what I want to do in life. I not only right. have one degree, I have two degrees. And right. at the end of the day, once I was able to accomplish that, no one could stop me. Now here I have to find what is my niche in life. And right. I'm something like a nerd, a cute little nerd. So
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love to read and write. And and once I say, you know what? I My my baby is 15. I need to start pursuing my dreams. And then that way, my legacy is left for my grandkids, and my kids don't have to work as hard as I did to find right. their niche in life.
1: Right. Absolutely. 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 Because, and the reason why I said it is because, um, I, I've had several women on the show who some of them, um, may have even became teenage mothers and a lot of them were told, you know, no, you're not going to be able to go off to college, you know, pretty much, you know, life is over, you know, so to Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, I was uh, <laughs> a teenage
2: mom. I was a yeah. teenage mom. Yeah. I was married, you know, young, all yeah. that. But yeah. at the end of the day, um, one thing about me and, you know, you see it now, even in my personality, that right. I don't, I don't listen to what I hear.
1: Right. I, right. I don't.
2: I hear you, but I'm not listening. I'm gonna right. do what I have to do, and if it happens, then I'm gonna have a plan B, and I'm gonna make it work. And right. first and foremost, I pray on everything. God is my first and foremost in everything, so I'm, I have no fear of conquering anything.
1: Right. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, for you, um, and, and you talked about um, leaving a legacy, which is which is very important. And I think that oftentimes we, particularly um, a, a, as Black people, often forget about that, you know, because we we see other people and they they have created. Um, Legacies, You know, that's how a lot of these people have all these empires, because grandma, grandpa, you know, had this fortune or whatnot, and they were able to build. And basically, some of them didn't have to work a day in their lives, because of the legacy, you know, that was left, you know, behind. And so um, I think it's so valuable, and especially um, not only for black people, but for women as well, to have that mindset, because I think that, you know, we don't always get credit for leaving legacies behind yes, uh, when so indeed. many of us have done that, you know, so that is um, absolutely true. And so for you um, getting into um, the writing realm um, for you, I know that you have uh, written uh, some awesome, awesome work. And so you started off with the goddess of um, lust, love, and infatuation. And okay. so with this book, um <laughs> When you first released it, did you have any idea that people would um, connect with it uh, in the manner in which they have over these uh, past couple months?
2: No, I I felt like people would connect because, honestly, like I have four sons and four daughters. And, Mm -hmm. of course, all of them are over the age of 18 except for the baby, which is 15. So right. I was, like, asking all their opinions, and I was like, my sons, you know, they they think they're manly or whatever. They are, but, yeah, you know, <laughs> they're still <Right>. mommy's baby. <laughs> so I was like, you know, would you pick this book up? And this was even before it was a book, like, I let my sons who are young in their 20s read it, and they were like, oh, yeah, Mom, you know. And to get that type of reaction from them who – I personally know what type of men they are. It was like, you know what? I'm going ahead. And my audience is going to be broad. It's not going to be veered towards a certain um, age or a certain area. So, I mean, at that point, no, I didn't. You know, you don't think when you're putting it out there, you know, you're excited. But you're not thinking like, oh, it's going to go very far. You think, Okay, people are going to notice, they're going to read, and they're going to get the concept that I want them to get or not their own concept, whatever right. way it goes. But it'll get out there, but you never um you're never ready for how far it can
1: go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and with this book, um because and and going back like you said to the horror stories, share with you uh, at first about uh, this industry. Um, And what have you found? Because oftentimes people wonder, you know, well, how can I get my book out here? And how can I, you know, connect with so many people and so forth? And so how have you uh, been able to connect? How do you feel you've been able to connect with people um, and and get that exposure um, that you needed for your work?
2: Well, for me, um, I have other forms of entertainment as far as modeling, acting, and as I said, it's other forms of entertainment. So I'm connecting with all types of people. And even if I didn't have that, I would say you have to be uncomfortable to be comfortable.
1: Mm, Very true
2: So in order for you to get where you need to be You need to be uncomfortable I am Mm. uncomfortable In the music industry But I am in it now Right And now I have people Coming to me about my book And wanting to you know Do certain things with me in the music industry, but pertaining to my book. So you have to be uncomfortable in order to expose yourself to every area that you possibly can.
1: Absolutely. 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 Um and and the what uh, in the process of this and connecting uh with other authors as well, um, because people also have their thoughts on um the support um of other authors when it comes to the literary industry and so forth. Um <laughs> and so <laughs> What what what's what's been your thoughts on that as far as the, the support? <laughs> oh,
2: it is interesting.
1: Um, yeah. You
2: know what yeah. I say when I explained it um, to when I explained it to my family and friends. I go,
0: mm-hmm.
2: well, it's like beef in the the music industry mm-hmm. because you have un you have beef that you don't even know about until you come across that person. And and honestly, I didn't think it was like that. I'm going to tell you, I thought that everybody was cute and nerdy and just, yeah, educated and all of that. (laughs) But, (laughs) excuse me, Bianca, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. That is far from. (laughs) what the literary industry is it is no different than any other industry as I have learned um I've walked into situations where there was mostly I love every author I've came in contact with and there are some authors that um i nah. Selfish, I would say, because I yeah. like everybody to grow, and when I share information, I do all of that, but i cannot I cannot do the work for you,
0: right, right. so with
2: that being said, you know everybody mm-hmm. is gonna move different, and that mm-hmm. what that is what makes you unique as an individual right. um in the author
1: absolutely absolutely but and yeah, and I think-
2: um, this is definitely. You know, you got, you got, um, I I, I was laughing. I'm laughing because I told my mom, like, you got literary beef, you know? And you, how does that sound? (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. But (laughs) that's exactly what it is.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, And it's always interesting to me because, you know, and I've had, um, I've I've had people on here who New York Times bestsellers or what not and and I've had those who are just getting into the industry but one of the things I can say is that I've never had a New York Times bestseller come on here and talk about their beef or see their beef on social media with other authors. Now it may be behind scenes, maybe we as the public don't see it but you know, it's not out there. You know, and so people. But that's and the always, thing yeah. I feel like is the
2: difference.
1: Yeah, we don't yeah. put
2: it out there. We're right. not gonna put it out there. <laughs> that that <laughs> is what makes the beef different. Right. You're gonna that's you're right. gonna know as an you know an author, but yeah. as a civilian coming into yeah. the place, you're gonna think we're our best friends. <laughs> and I, and right. I love that because that's the
1: professionalism of it. Exactly. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and and and, it's, and and I'm like you, it is. Uh, when I first saw it, um, some of the, as you say, you know, the literary beef take place. Um, <laughs> right. I, I was just shocked. I was shocked in myself because I felt like, okay, what are we really beefing over here? You know, somebody's storyline or title is better than yours. You know, all these yeah. different realms. Um, instead of people trying to work, you know, cohesively together, because, you know, some people would be surprised, you know, collaborating with other authors, um, how it not only catapults your, you know, longevity, but also the other person as well, you know, and so. Um, You know, a lot of people don't look at it for that realm, but I'm glad that you, you know, (laughs) you've been able to deal with that.
2: you know, I'm I'm, going to just be honest. I am just flat out me. And most people are not even going to say that on an interview or anywhere else. But me, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be honest with what I've came in contact with. And (laughs) as you stated, I was shocked. I was yeah. totally shocked, but it's okay. You know, I you know a few OGs in the game <laughs> took me <laughs> under their wing and said, "Hey, this is what you do, champagne." And I was very grateful for that because yeah. literally I didn't know how to deal with certain things. But that is the great mm-hmm. thing about having a a decent personality people will take you under their wing and they will teach you the ropes because they've been in it. They have 11 Mm -hmm. books out. They don't have one. They have 11. They have Mm -hmm. 15 books, and they've experienced it all. So they're going to tell you about every event you're at or whatever.
1: Absolutely. And people can also send you know, when you're real and when you're genuine about what you're doing and what you stand exactly. for. You know, uh, some people, you know, some people can tell when you just, you know, you ain't, you're ain't, not really taking things too seriously or whatnot. But then there are some folks who be like, okay, you know what? Champagne is in this thing for the long haul, you know, no, no matter what, you know, she, she's going to find her way um, and, and make things happen. And so I think when people are able to see, you know, that even though there may be roadblocks and challenges, you know, you're going to face those and and, and conquer those. And so I think that, you know, that's what all of us can take in, no matter what realm um, of business we're in. um, Exactly. To take that, you know, perspective when it comes to that. And so, um, of course, tonight we're going to be talking about um, the latest book, um, The Blissful Lust, um, Part 2. And so for the folks out there who um, may have not read Part 1, Part one of this. This book um, actually starts off uh, with a young lady by the name of Heavenly. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about the folks. I hear a little bit about Heavenly and, and what kind of takes place with Heavenly.
2: Well, Heavenly is a um, young teenager who's who's very in love with the fact of being family oriented. That's because she didn't know anything about the family secrets Mm -hmm. and with her finding out about the family secrets, we're going to talk about the love, the lust, and infatuation, which helped destroy the family. And when I say love, I say love because they all were together as a family and they all did everything together. But when they contracted the lust within the love for that family they became infatuated with what they thought was love, and they destroyed the whole family. And here is young Heavenly sucking it in, and now she's confused of who she is and how she's supposed to be as a
1: woman. Right. Absolutely. And one of the things that's interesting about this story is because... Um, it's one of those stories that we've heard uh, many people um, Mm. have to deal with in their life about learning those secrets
0: um,
1: that have been buried in the family for years. And so, um, and and I think, you know, the the thing about a lot of families is that, you know, there are secrets that may have surfaced, but for the majority of us, we, we were brought up in those families where, whatever goes on in his family stays in his family. You know, All you right don't talk about it. <laughs> you you yes. know, you don't talk about it outside yes. and, and so forth. And so then later on down the line, you begin to, you know, learn you know various different little stuff. And so it's always interesting uh to me um when I hear stories like this because it affects so many people. Um and, and people don't realize that of of having these hardcore um, things that people thought were put to the but later on, you know, they, they came to surface um, about yeah. that. And so um, with that, uh, what was one of the things and what was the, why you felt they were so important to put out this particular um, type of story? Because this is, this is some real stuff that affects, <laughs> you know a lot of people, and people just don't talk about it enough unfortunately, and so uh what what kind of motivated you to put out uh this story?
2: Well, again, as being a mother of eight, um yeah. you see how your kids will transition um yeah. from you know the different stages and Absolutely. um as me seeing my kids transition and having a relationship with them, and then also being a pillar of the community. And um, what I mean by that is I was the team mom for, you know, my four boys' football team. Wow. I was at all the cheerleading games. I was at football games all day from 9 in the morning <laughs> to 3 in the afternoon with my children. Uh, they all played sports. Y- yeah, the you know. <laughs> so, But the thing is, Uh, What I realized in um, raising my kids is that in their teenage stage is when they start learning who they are going to become. Absolutely. And whether it's through the family that they're seeing the eyes or through the community. This is where they're going to start transitioning and becoming who they think they should be. Right. And from that, and all, you know, my own experience, um, seeing other people. This is not a true story, but just everything entwined. And also speaking at um, many, many schools before I wrote the book um, with teenagers and being involved with that, it just brought on, you know, the concept for this book. And it's not just teenagers, it's families in general. There's a general message for everyone, no matter who you is, who you are, there's a general message in this book for everyone. You have
1: to open your mind absolutely absolutely and and, and that's the thing is because um you know um I, I I think even it, as as parents and as children, um adults don't realize the changes um uh, that affect us um as teenagers you know, because like Absolutely. you said, we are um, seeking um, identity, we were faced with peer pressure um, at school, you know, all these different type of challenges, you know, especially when you have girls, you know, because there's, yes. you know, okay, well, you know, you know, Suzy Q got her boobs before me, and, and, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. okay, why I <laughs> got mine yet, and you know, right. and, and this boy's <laughs> looking at her. Why he ain't looking at me? You know, you—it's you, just so yes, much. Yes, yes, you know that that goes on during that time period. Um, and then you become, you know, for some of us, you know, be, becoming interested in boys and and people telling you, "Leave them little knuckleheads alone." You know, all these different, all right, these right. Things that, but the thing uh, is, in this
2: say, book, um, yeah. I wanted to for people to see that. Teenage years are supposed to be fun. Yeah. But a lot of times in our community is not fun. Right. It's responsibility.
1: Yep, absolutely. And no
2: one looks at it like that because it's been the same thing generation after generation. Yeah. And sometimes you have to break that cycle to make that legacy different. And Mm. this is what I wanted to bring out in my book.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, "Blissful um, Lust" um, Part Two. And so, uh, w- where does uh, "Blissful Lust" Part Two, when the readers uh, read uh, this part, uh, where where is where is it going to lead us to, uh, without giving away too much? Oh,
2: interesting. <laughs> so I I actually love. I love you know number one is part one is my baby, but part right. two I am really like in love with it because you know as any anything you do you grow, and and I seen like the growth in my you know writing and things like that. So number two is more or less giving details of um, a lot of people history in part one which you got some, but you didn't get the full-fledged. So it's it's really bringing out the personalities and the history of the characters in part one. And with Heavenly, you're really going to see a side of her that's really different, but yet shocking.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And, and the thing about <clears throat> your characters um is you have a way of you know and, and sometimes you know we read books i I know for me I'm I'm one of those folks that that read a lot of books of different genres and and, and I'm reading about a character and I'm like this wouldn't happen in real life you know this wouldn't <laughs> Well, you, right. <laughs> well, That's not how this will go down. You know, this this, this is not how this, will, but you have, you have, you know, created a way to um, make your characters very lifelike and, and make them uh, very realistic and relatable um, to its readers and so forth. And so was that important to you um, as an author, as a writer to, to give folks something that they really could, you know, okay, soak up and and feel like they were a, a part of the story
2: yes definitely um before I became a writer I I was an avid reader and I mean some characters I could um actually relate to in some books and I was like yeah that was a good story but no message okay I will never read you again. (laughs) And and there were books that I was like, oh, I have to read this again, and I have to tell everybody. So, you know, when I I wrote the book, I wanted, for one, every person to be able to relate, whether it's male, female, um, age, rank, or whatever. I wanted everyone, mostly everyone, to be able to relate. And, two, I wanted you to feel – and be able to close your eyes and see that whole thing.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. 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 And so, uh with the process of this book, and I know you mentioned the first one, uh being your baby, you, you put all your your blood sweat and tears into that first one. And so when it came time for the second one, uh was it challenging for you uh was it was it easier or harder uh than creating that that first book for you
2: <laughs> oh um honestly, it was harder because yeah. you you may want to um create another story inside the story, but you can't go so far it It's just a big triangle. And to try to keep the story going but keep your concept in mind mm-hmm. as well with what you started with is definitely, it's a, it's challenging. And, right. oh, my God, I was like, I put it down like three times. I'm not doing this book. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, you know, it's a learning experience as with anything mm-hmm. else. You know, right. you can't be ready for um a series. I I just feel like you're not actually ready for the series. Especially right. when you're an indie author. You're you're doing all this yourself. So you're yeah. writing this, you're <laughs> editing this, you know, you're like changing this three or four times. So no. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't and it was so challenging I was really, like, I thought I had writer's block, which it really wasn't writer's block. It was aggravation. (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, you you learn. You learn from that. And, you know, that's the blessing of growing within your career. And I tell you, a series is the hardest thing that I can say, I mean, um, to write. Because a standalone is nothing, But to continue the story and make it flow as good as you did the first time or better, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's definitely challenging.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, what I want to do is take a little break, you guys, and we're going to talk about uh, some more uh, projects that uh, Champagne has worked on and what she's going to have in store next for you guys. So don't go anywhere, you guys. Stay right here tuned to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and we'll be right back with more.
0: Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Lord to the Hustle Series 1 and 2. Also author of the Devil's Calling Card 1, 2, and 3. All available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy.
1: What do you get when you fuse together a smooth, debonair man with an explosive volcano attitude? Mr. Quincy O'Reilly. A man living a secret life that he has perfected in keeping a secret. With his hidden profession, that is how he would prefer it to be. Who doesn't like the element of surprise? A true businessman by day and mysterious man by night. Will he be able to maintain the two without getting caught? Innocent and sweet doesn't mean powerless. Just ask Kaylee Jack, who has now had the chance to encounter meeting Quincy. Driven to stake claim in the one man she wants, she tackles the obstacles thrown her way. Determined that nothing will stand in her way, could be deadly. What happens when Quincy's secrets are revealed? Who will be set free? Who will be pulled deeper into a mysterious world? Or will the lies and secrets destroy anyone in its path after the smoke from the gun has cleared? Check out Quiet Storm by Arthur Deidre Lachey. Available on Amazon.com and www.blackbeautypresents.com The and welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And tonight, you guys, we are joined by author Champagne. You guys, she is the author of The Goddess of Lust, Love, and Infatuation. And tonight we've been talking about part two, Blissful Lust. Um, and uh, tonight we're also going to get into um, some other projects that she has been involved in and uh, what you can expect uh, from her next. Uh, and, and one of the questions, uh, and I think we talked about this the first time you came on the show, but we got a question. Uh, From Erica from Atlanta, from Facebook, she says, when you first uh, put your book out, did people immediately think that you were writing an erotic book? Um and, and I think we talked about that because yes. you know with the name you know goddess of and people are like Oh, Lord oh what's gonna go what's going on in this book Oh <laughs>
2: my God at the at the book release it was ridiculous it was like oh I can't wait to read this book I was like I can't wait till you read it either and it was it was just but you have for me um the way I think. That title meant everything to me. And when you read Mm -hmm. it, you will get the meaning of the title. But before that, yes, a lot of people ran with that. Ran with that.
1: (laughs) Absolutely is. Um, Of course, this one comes uh, from um, April uh, from Georgia. She wants to know, what have you found uh, to be the most uh, challenging part um, about being an author?
2: The most challenging thing I've found about being an an independent author, self-published, is – Basically, marketing. When I first got into it, um, everybody was telling me, like, do this, do that, do this, do that. And um, I actually, like I said, um, I'm very intuitive. So I Mm -hmm. spoke with, you know, a couple of people that have been in the game for years, a lot of books. Um, Shout out to my boy, Blacktop, Sharnel Williams, you know, LaQuisha Malone, you know they they're like mm-hmm. my mentors they they pulled right. me to the side they see they seen the potential in me that i didn't see in myself at that right. point and and told me like listen this is what it is this is your dream your dream only regardless mm-hmm. if people ride with you this is your dream so if you're not right. going to pursue it as you say you love to be an author then guess what? Nobody else is going to have your back. Nobody's going to (laughs) follow. Who's going to follow somebody who don't follow themselves? So, you know, it's like.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, This one comes uh, from Daphne from Texas. Uh, She says, uh, what are some other genres uh, that you would like to write in?
2: Actually, my um, anthology, we're going to get into that as well. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. just wrote an anthology um, with four other authors, and yeah. that is more of a sci-fi. So I want to okay. do um, nice. sci-fi. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's nice. like, what, sci-fi? Yes, sci-fi, and I'm going to get into erotica in a later stage.
1: It's ex- that's exciting to me um, because yes. I've only, in in me doing radio and interviews, I've only interviewed um, one sci-fi author, a black author from Atlanta. And when he first came to me, I was like, you know, I don't read too much sci-fi. Uh, but <laughs> when I read his book, <laughs> I actually loved it. Uh, so now, he, you know, he has me hooked. Um, and it's amazing. It's amazing how when yes. you can connect with people, you know, they, they open your mind. Um, to different things that you you know, you know normally wouldn't maybe expose yourself to. So I'm glad that um, I did have that opportunity. I'm glad that um, you guys have delved into this. And, and speaking of the anthology, um, entitled Dark Memories. Um, yes. What goes on um, behind the window with the blue of light? And so um, this is a, a collaboration with four other authors. Uh, uh, let's see here. We got Charnell Williams and Katrina Bills Kim uh, yes. Lopez and Yvonne Hernandez. And so what was it about this anthology and this opportunity uh, that made you to say, you know what, I, I want to be on board with this. I want to be able to to be a part of this.
2: Well, first and for- foremost, um, I have a lot of love and respect for Sharnel. So yeah. when she, um, you know, asked me um, did I want to be in the anthology or was I interested and and being the fact that this title took me more to a sci-fi type of thing so mm-hmm. i was like this is my you know this is going to be where i start my sci-fi because i right. don't want to be just stuck in urban fiction i want right. to be a master of all but of none so okay. i i said okay i can start here and and it's so funny. The publisher called me, uh, charnel called me like, I don't know how many times, um, like, um, champagne, um, what does this mean? And then I explained <laughs> it. it. And it was so funny. I, I, I literally said to her, open your mind, Charnel. She said, the editor loves you. She is so in love with you. She's like, you're an awesome writer. But, um, I didn't understand this. Can you explain this to me? And, and I'm okay with explaining it because sci-fi is something different. And when Absolutely. I got done explaining everything, she was like, oh, I love it. Oh, my God, I just love it. And I was like, but you have to open your mind. Sci-fi is something different. So I'm really excited about this project. And, you know, I'm very thankful. I thank and praise God, that I've only been an author a little over a year, and I'm able to do an anthology. So the growth that I've seen in myself is such a blessing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, with this book um, and and writing anthologies um, in itself, did you surprise um, your own self once you saw the final product uh, of how your own story uh, turned out for this anthology?
2: I actually read it after it was done, and I was like, um, I wrote that. That is so dope. And I was, like, talking to myself.
1: Because I think
2: as um, authors, you come up with it. I I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but I speak for myself. Um, Once I've written it, I can tell you everything about it, but I I had never went back and read it again. Right. So – one day I had a conversation and it was in depth and I was like, Okay, let me go back and read some of this because it sounds like she's correcting me. <laughs> so you know, give or take, I I started reading my own stuff, you know, and it was like, Wow, you do you are amazing. You have to mm-hmm. give yourself credit. You have to celebrate you know instead of just thinking okay i wrote this it's not going as fast as i would like to but mm-hmm. i you know i'm i'm it's going no right. you have to understand where you was then and understand your growth now
1: absolutely Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, this one um, comes from John Van from out of Florida. Um, He says, who are some authors um, that you would like uh, to work with one day?
2: Oh, my God. Terry, um, (laughs) Terry McMillan. Yeah. Zane, Eric Jerome Dickey, and Toni Morrison. (laughs) I so love her even though I've been um, kind of compared to Toni Morrison, which I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't think I am, you know. I hold her on a higher pedestal, i am be honest. <laughs> but um, Beloved is, like, my, my favorite. And yeah. just the concept, I had to, like, watch that movie and read that book over and mm-hmm. over to yeah, get her concept. Absolutely. And I feel like that is every that that's for everybody like everyone is mm-hmm. going to get their own concept and that is just an, an right. author with an amazing mind that is just tremendously oh it, it's a yeah. blessing and yeah, and I absolutely. love her so if I can actually on everybody if I could work with Tony Morrison it would be amazing
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and, and speaking of that of that um, movie beloved and the book um, I know when I, I, I first watched it, I had to sit back like, man, what did I just watch? And so exactly. then I had to, you know, I had to go and read it again. And everybody kept telling me, you crazy for watching that movie more than once. But I I had to because exactly. I felt like, you know, this, this is deeper. This is deeper than just seeing it, you know, at, at first sight, you know. Yes. And, and sometimes you yes. have to do that. You have to do that. You have to read the book. You got to watch the movie. You got to find out, you know, the connections uh, between the characters and and some of the the lines that are being said in the book and the meaning and the purpose, all of those things. And so, uh, like you said, um, when it comes to that, because even I'm sure with your stories, um, you you know, you can get 10 different readers in a room, but everybody's going to give you a different perception of what they felt your book meant, what they felt like, you know, you were trying to say. And that's what it's all about is giving people uh, a different perspective on on, the, on things that transpire uh, within your book and within your characters and so forth. And so um, I know that, uh, man, 2018 is flying by. Uh, and so yes. uh, for you, <laughs> I know, um, I think it was last week, um, I saw the news where you're now um, a model. Is that correct? Yeah. You're now modeling, doing some modeling. Yeah. Exciting, and so congratulations! Exciting! I'm so excited,
2: <laughs> and shout out to Has Entertainment. I'm actually um, a contracted model under Has Entertainment. So I've always right. been um, modeling, you know, here and there where I had time, mm-hmm. but I'm actually um, a contracted model now. So I'm I'm very thankful for that, and I have a few projects under my sleeve. I want to give a <laughs> shout-out to, you know, a few people for, you know, just, like, embracing the fact Absolutely. that, you know, I do more than one thing and respecting Absolutely. that. You know what I mean? Because so, yes. that's hard, you know, to come by. People are like, oh, you're an author? You're just right. an author, you know, right. or whatever. Right. So I'm actually going to be working with um, Ferrari Bone from Trey Four Records and Winston Salem. I'm gonna be doing a photo shoot okay. with him. And um I just got so many things coming up. I actually have a project with my um with my agency and it's gonna be Beautiful You. And um Beautiful You is about a video of women um writing words that um hurt them at one point in time. And taking mm-hmm. a photo shoot with the, those words on their body, and then doing a video. So I am oh, wow. just like, like yes, excited to be a part of that. Um, oh my! I just have so many things going on. I'm very blessed. Um, I, I'm maybe going to China soon to, um, to speak and train. Yes. So it's it's just so many blessings going
1: on um oh, my Just busy which is good, you know, because and that's the thing, you know, I mean we talked about um uh, earlier in the show about, you know, um not expecting, you know, things to, to go on the way they have gone for you. And so I'm just glad that uh, you've been able to step into this. And like you said, people are able to see you much more than just an author, much more than just a writer. Um, And so when people are able to see those type of of great characteristics about yourself, it just opens uh, more and more doors uh, for you. And so I'm glad that people are able to see that. And uh, I'm always, I'm always encouraged because I'm, you're you are the mom of eight I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, man, I, I only got <laughs> oh, one. I need to get it together. You know,
0: so
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, but it's encouraging because I think, you know, when it comes to just motherhood overall, you know, yes. um, you know society wants us to look a certain way, carry ourselves a certain way, um, you yes. know, and so just being able to um, see you get out here and blossom and, uh, uh, you know, take on different avenues is definitely encouraging, and um, I'm just happy to see it. And so, of course, I know you have uh, the part two out. You have the anthology out. And so uh, what's coming up next uh, for Champagne?
2: Part three is definitely coming up in the future, and definitely I'm actually working on – can't definitely say who the people are because the contract is not finished, but um okay. working on um, a TV series for the whole series of the goddess of lust, love, and infatuation.
1: No, wonderful, 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 wonderful. And... Um, For you, uh, Champagne, for the folks out here who are upcoming writers, um, aspiring authors, uh, motivational speakers, just entrepreneurs in general, Uh, what would be your words um, of encouragement uh, to those individuals?
2: Believe in you. You are your biggest fan. It doesn't matter who supports you. It doesn't matter who doesn't support you. You are your biggest fan. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And um, for the folks out here who want to go about uh, purchasing um, your books, or maybe we have some authors who are listening, they want to collaborate with you, uh, tell them how they can go about uh, purchasing your books as well as uh, getting in contact with you.
2: So you can purchase my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book a Million, and I'm so grateful to say (laughs) Um, (laughs) Walmart.com. Very, very big blessing there,
0: um,
2: especially being only a little over a year in. Um, You can also reach me on um, Instagram, champagne. Um, Twitter, Authorist Champagne, Facebook, Sharon Champagne Terry. Um, I also have my own private group, um, The Goddess, and then you can also go on my fan page, Authorist Champagne on Facebook. Um, Wonderful. That's about it.
1: Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And always, it's always a pleasure uh, to have you come on the show. And I always look forward to um, having you. And I look forward to uh, coming back on again soon. I know, I know. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) I know it won't be long before you have something else amazing out um, and and coming your way. And so we would definitely love to uh, be able to share in that opportunity with you. And uh, definitely go out and make sure you purchase. Uh the goddess of lust, love and infatuation, parts one and part two, you guys, and make sure you go and check out uh the anthology as well. Dark memories, um, also, um, and so that you can uh support all these amazing um authors and thus far and so uh once again, Champagne, thank you so much for coming on here. You're welcome. I, uh, definitely uh look forward I got I have to uh catch up on, on part two now. I definitely look forward to reading it. And, um, oh, yeah, because you
2: actually did <laughs> read one, yeah. and, yes, you do yep. have to catch yep. up. And yep. so yep. I'm looking for that review, Miss Fly.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I, you will get it. You will get it. And that is an important thing as well. I tell people all the time, make sure uh, you're leaving your authors' uh, reviews so they can um, get an idea um, of what you thought about the book and all of those great things. And make sure you leave your authors a review once you purchase their book. Absolutely, it's um, important. <laughs> <laughs> it's very absolutely. important. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so uh, with that said, uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here. But Champagne, you have a great rest of your evening. I know we'll be talking with you um, again soon. And thank you so much for coming on here. I definitely appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And if you don't mind, Miss Fly, I just want to say a few things and then yeah, we're done. Okay. So I definitely want to give a shout-out to my publishing company, Shea Publishing. Awesome. Yeah. They are not just publishing, they're mentors as well. I, I definitely mm-hmm. want to thank and praise God. And also give a shout-out to my eight children, who not only motivate me but support me? Um, Absolutely, it's such a blessing. And Has Entertainment for my modeling, and um, a shout out to uh, my hometown, Rochester, yes. New York, and all the people mm-hmm. in it.
0: Absolutely. Lil West,
2: Young Sleep, and that's just that. <laughs> absolutely,
1: absolutely. And we definitely appreciate you and uh we'll continue to support you uh in all that you do. So you guys make sure you go out and uh connect with Champagne um uh, on Facebook and check out her group and so forth and uh support her in her endeavors and so. Uh Champagne, I know we'll be talking with you again Absolutely. Yes,
2: you will. (laughs) You know I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve. Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And so you have a fantastic rest of your evening. I'll be talking with you again soon.
2: Great. Thank you so much for having me, Ms. Fly. You have a great evening as well.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, that was Arthur Champagne. Make sure you go and check her out. You can head over to Amazon to purchase uh, The Goddess of Lust, Love, and Infatuation, um, part one and part two. Um, And make sure you go and connect with her on Facebook as well so that you can uh, check out the anthology uh, entitled Dark Memories, uh, including Champagne and Um, for other authors um, also. So be on the lookout for that. And so with that said, folks, uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here. But you guys, we're going to be coming back to you uh, live and direct uh next week we got some um two dynamic authors coming up next week you guys uh we got Arthur lavon barber and we got author obsession yes obsession coming in uh next week so you guys make sure you be on the lookout for that and make sure you're following us on facebook at the beautiful butterfly show connect with me bianca fly Uh, So you can keep up with the latest and the greatest of what's going down over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show and Vibration Radio, y'all. So uh, with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I appreciate each and every one of you uh, for continuing to support uh, the show and all that we have going on over here. And big shouts out to our amazing, amazing supporters uh, for always holding us down and encouraging us. Uh, We definitely appreciate all of you uh, also. And so with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Um, And so I guess we're going to go out of here with a little uh, uh, throwback joint uh, for you guys. It it is Thursday. Uh, And so with with that said, you guys, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing rest of your week and weekend. I am Bianca Fly. I'll see you next time.
0: My so ready now and then. Oh, yeah. Where are your people from? Maybe Mississippi or Ireland. Apparently, your skin has been kissed by the sun. You make me wanna Hershey's kiss. Your liver Every time I your list. It makes me think of honey cold and chocolate. Your kisses are worth more than gold to me. I'll be your almond i